previously on Coruscant Nights. Five. Oh, do I recognize? Is it? A, do I recognize this voice? You do. He just sighs. Oreo, is that you? I'm so glad you remembered me. Oh, I can never forget your voice. It chills the spine. Oh, it's impressive. How are things? They have been better. It's good to see you moving around. You've recovered, as I said you would. Yes, the last time we saw each other, I was not whole. But that's... I am now. It was a calculated risk, Oreo. And you knew that it was worth the risk. If you were a scientist, a true scientist, you would understand why I risked so much. Yeah. All right, I, I got what you're looking for. All those, uh, those nasty black lines are all gone. Yeah, Fyth just snatches it right out of his hands as quickly as he can and starts pouring over the data. I can say, Demo, you are a lifesaver, not just for me, but for the universe. Memory, history, guilt, pain. The rain can wash all these things away, and when the clouds have passed, you can start anew. But what if those things were an important part of yourself? Who are you when the storm ends? Yeah, so yeah, I'll grab my uh, cooler with the vials. Uh, he's got all the eyes, he's got his hands. Yeah, I got my data pad in my bag and I wanna head back to uh, my place. Okay, the cabbie meets you out front. What is your place like? I would assume that he probably lives above, like in a upper area of the medical facility. So the, the, the hospital thing he works at. He, he doesn't require much, so he's probably just converted what is essentially an office into where he lives. So it's just like there's a cot in the corner. He has his desk. He has his computer. And because it's a medical facility, he probably just showers there. And that's he did, he spends 90 percent of his life in this place, mm -hmm. either working on his science or fixing people. OK, um, what is the medical facility like? Is it like a, a facility facility or is it just his place? Um, it's, it's, it's just his place. It's like um, what the Aurora Biotech, how it was all this big and magnificent stuff. Yeah. It's like that scaled down to like essentially maybe like a three story building. Okay. Maybe a two or two story building that on the outside, it is dusty, dirty, old, paint is chipping off. It looks completely run down. There's a simple sign that's flat against the front that is whatever the uh, Star Wars universal sign for medical facility, like we have the twisted snakes on the pole thing in real life. There's just, just that symbol on the door and that's it. inside. It is like immaculate because this is where he lives and works. So when you walk into this facility, there's like a constant buzz of those little floor cleaning Roomba droids. Uh -huh that are just always back and forth cleaning the floors. I don't know if they can go up walls. I don't know, but there's always, those things are constantly cleaning. Even when it looks spot, spotless, 
I'd say half of his money has gone towards cleaning droids just to make sure this place is perfectly as clean as possible. So it, it smells like pine saw and bleach on the inside. <laughs> it smells like the, the forest moon of Endor if it was covered in bleach. Exactly. Um, does anybody else work at the facility? Um, I would say during the day, he probably has like a receptionist of some kind. Like someone who comes in and like, because he's he's gonna be in the back working on people. So when he's working on people, that person can like get their names. Like if you've ever been like to a free clinic before, that type of deal where there's one person behind a desk, you sign in, and then you know yeah. they just call you to the back, and the doctor will see you now. Yeah, I would say yeah, that person probably just works during the day, so they probably work a nine to five whatever schedule. And if there would be nobody when he gets back, it's just him and his droids. Yeah, I. I think you probably also have like a two one B medical droid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would definitely have at least I'd say a couple of those little floating medical, like maybe one that walks and one of those little floating ones that can like make sure I have that one, like the one walking droid would probably be in charge of making sure everything's clean and sterile, and the floating one would float back and forth, handing me the, the instruments that I would need. Okay, so the cab pulls up outside your clinic. It is down near Gand Alley not the nicest part of town but the rent is cheap and you can do your work and your real work without too much notice mm -hmm. it is very dark when you pull up and i would like a vigilance check please all right vigilance one of my not as great skills it's not that bad that's three i'm sorry i was thinking something else it's three all right and we'll do uh two purples with a setback because it is dark this is like what my players like to do i'm actually going to give myself a second setback because i'm so excited to get on this research i am yeah. clearly not paying attention at all i'm just trying to get in as quickly as i can so yeah i'm definitely not paying attention all right rolling that's hey, that's what i get for doing that so <laughs> i get a, a threat so yeah i'm clearly in my own world excited to start working on this stuff the cab driver drops you off in front of your house or your um your facility and drives away into the darkness. You don't see anything odd. You oh, I, 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 I wouldn't notice if there was a Wookiee tap dancing next to me right now because I'm excited to get inside. Uh, you unlock your door and head inside. The downstairs is all dark at this point. The skeletal body of a medical droid is shut down in the corner and you head up. I assume you do your work, your, your real work upstairs. Yeah, that's where I do all the at least the at least the research part of it is definitely upstairs. Yeah, and there's there's a special room upstairs where I do the, some of the unseemly stuff. But yeah. yeah. All right. So you head up to your apartment above your workplace. And what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to sit down with the uh, redacted files mm -hmm. with the DNA markers that I know, looking at my notes and seeing if I can draw a, a connection between what I've done so far. Because I know I haven't been successful in what I wanted, but I've had to have made some progress over the last few years. Yeah. And seeing where Anya's at, and if there's, if I can see the middle, or seeing how I could add mine to theirs and like supplement each other to make either mine better or hers better. Okay. This is uh, sort of a big role for you. Yes. So we're gonna do your medicine. Okay. And I'm gonna flip a dark side to make it two purples and a red. All right. All right. So I'm going to flip one to turn my one green. So I'm going to have four yellows. 
And and then um, can I get a boost because of all the redacted information and like the previous triumph that I've already kind of as the drive I've kind of been working on it anyway, so I'm a little in the right mindset for it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then what did you say for the roll against? You flipped it, so it's a what and what? It's going to be a red and two purples. All right. It's not hard enough, but okay. Yes. Well, this is what he does. This is yeah. what this character is built to do, yeah. you know? All right. God, I'm so, every time I roll a red, I'm waiting for that darkness bird to pop up. Yeah. All right, so five successes and a triumph. Yeah. So And two threats. I mean, I, and two threats, yes. Yeah. So I definitely see how the there's a connection between what I'm doing and what they're doing. And that, I mean, there's a triumph. So I'm going to say that with that connection that I can either make my, my meager work better, or I can take what they're doing and like, maybe like exponentially, instead of it being good against like a dozen diseases. Now, maybe it's good against like three or four or five dozen diseases. Like it's, it's just, it's like growing exponentially the more I work on it. Is what you're doing sort of like how scientists do a, a simulation or are you actually like combining things and. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, Fife throws caution to the wind. He's actually literally working on it right now. He doesn't have time for simulations. He has yeah. definitely got the samples out. He's got his notes, their notes, the serum that he's been working on. And he is definitely doing his little alchemical sciences and stuff to try to see what pops out of here. Yeah. Uh, you see something interesting with it where Whatever it is, it is actively seeking out things to eradicate. It's not even it. It's not. It's a, so it's not a. It's not a passive serum. It's like aggressive. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh, that's that's dangerous. Yeah, it's it's like its own little organism. Interesting. Okay. And it's okay. very small, and it's very interesting. And you got two threats. You hear. A creek come from above you. So from my roof? From your roof, yeah. Okay. Um, my receptionist usually comes through the front door. Usually. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a chimney, so I don't have a chimney sweep. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to put my work down, and I'm going to make sure I have my holdout blaster, and then I have a um, wrist projectile shooter. Yeah. And I'm going to load into that uh, dose of the neurotoxin. Okay. So I have the neurotoxin on one wrist and I have the blaster in my hand and I'm going to go up the stairs to the roof because I don't like trespassers. Outside your window, there's a little fire escape. You can hop out there and head up to the roof. All right. This is not in my wheelhouse, but can I do a stealth check to go as quietly as as, as Polis Massonly possible up, this, up the ladder? Sure. Yeah. It's going to be against a red and two purples. All right. Well, I actually have a yellow and a green on stealth. Look at that. I must have trained in that or something. All right. So I got a yellow and a green. You said a red and a purple? Uh, red and two purples. Two purples. Yep. All right. Let's. I'm going to get a despair and fall down the ladder and break my neck. Nope. Just uh, two failures and an advantage. So That's not very stealthy. No, it's clank, 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 clank. <laughs> you never were very good at hiding. Well, hiding is for the insecure. It did not stop you from trying, though. 
A, a person likes to test themselves. You never know when the skill might be useful. You never know. It seems you've come up with something interesting downstairs. How the heck does he know this? <laughs> okay, so um, am I? Do I see him now? Is it? Am I at the top and I can see my friend? Yes, you come up to the top of the the building, and you see a cloaked figure standing at the far end. All right. So now, when I look at this clo- cloaked figure, mm-hmm. um, I have a fairly strong xenology score. So when I look at him, is he in the correct proportion for the species he's supposed to be? Is he like an eight foot tall Polis Mason, like something I'm like, okay, he's not the right size anymore because I know how big he used to be. Is he like physically different that I can tell just by looking at him? Maybe a little bulkier. Yes. Okay. So he's not like he's eight feet tall or anything bizarre. He doesn't have a tail or anything like that. No. Okay. Good enough. Okay. That's fine. He's been working out. I don't know. He's got a 24 hour fitness card. Okay. All right. So uh, yeah, I, I just stand there a good as, as far as like I just step onto the roof I don't make any motion towards him am I that different than what you remember to be honest I remember you being small but maybe that's just because I remember you laying there on the table in pieces it's good to see you up and about who fixed you because when I left, I don't think you had both of your hands. What is in your hand right now? In my hand? Yeah. Uh, I have a holdout blaster, I'd say, like, in his in his like dominant left hand. And then on his right wrist, he has the little dart shooter with the, the one dart loaded already. Okay. And would you tell me what the space that you two are in right now looks like? Uh, sure. Yeah. It is like... Uh, a regular like top of an uh, a regular office building because it's a medical facility. There's have to be like an air conditioning unit to keep things like cool and pressurized. So I would say it's just a regular old rectangle. I'd say like twenty by twenty ish because it's not a super big building mm-hmm. with a like a fairly large air conditioner because he needs it to be climate controlled. So it is probably the nicest thing you could look, if you look across the rooftop. This thing definitely sticks out because it's really nice and well maintained. Uh-huh. But it's a fairly plain. There's pipes for you know water and air and things like that but a regular old rooftop okay special okay he turns around i repaired myself and as you get a good look at him you see a mishmash of cybernetics and polis mossen and the cloak drops from around him and you see cybernetic left arm and left leg and a glowing yellow circle where his eye would normally have been. Okay. It's try. I take a quick little breath and like, so I see you went the lazy way with cybernetics. Oh, you don't try to be as cool as I can be. But yeah, he's like a little nervous right here. Cause he's like, Oh, this is out of my pay grade. You don't even know what, I've been through this, this, and he gestures towards himself. This was after. After what? After you. And he raises a hand. The mechanical one or the Polis Mason one? Polis Mason one. Okay. And you feel 
slightly weightless. What? As you're pulled up okay. off your feet. Okay. All right. You did not know this about me, did you? And he walks slowly towards you. Oh, God, he's going to drop me over the edge of this building. Uh, no, you did not list this ability on your uh, resume. I would have been useful to know. I didn't know I had it until you came along. Thank you. Oh, I gave him four stars. Thank um, you so much. Okay, um, crap. So he's getting closer and closer to me? He's getting closer and closer to you. Am I being pushed in any direction or am I just lifted straight up like I'm floating there like two, three feet off the ground? You were lifted uh, about six inches off the ground and then he okay, no. dropped you back down. He's still okay. going towards you. All right, how much space do I have in between us? 30 feet. Okay. What is it you want from me, Oreo? Do you want an apology? Do you want me to say I'm sorry? I just want to show you what I've discovered. All right. Jeez, <laughs> that sounds so <laughs> ominous. You can show me from there. Oh, I'd like to be a safe observational distance. I can only show you up close. Oh, jeez. Yeah, can I shoot the ground in front of him with my blaster? Yes. No roll. You you just do it. Yeah, I just shoot it. Try like like a foot or two in front of him. I'm trying. I'm definitely trying not trying to hit him, but to like draw the line in the sand mm -hmm. and just be that is close enough. My next shot will not miss. Always so easy to violence. If you don't want to know, I'll just keep it to myself. I want to know. I really want to know. Oh, I know you want to know. Thanks for reading my phone. Um, then he might tell be. Me. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of feel like he is. Um, then tell me, were these powers born into you or did we give them to you? Hmm. Both? That's interesting. Uh, see, now, even if he dies, he needs to know this freaking answer. <sighs> All right, so... He low, I'm going to lower the blaster. It's still in my hand. I'm not like holstering or anything. It's still in my hand. Mm -hmm. Then then tell me, Oreo, let us go downstairs. You know what I'm about to do, what I'm capable of doing right now. With your help, we can finish my work. Hmm. An interesting conundrum. This is finish your work the expense of mine. We can work together. If your goals have not shifted, we are aligned in what we want to accomplish. Our disagreement should not cause death to the universe. Let us finish our work, then you can be done with me. Do whatever you want. But we must, as scientists, finish this. So he raises his hand again at the word disagreement oh, Jesus, I, I knew I was pushing my luck with that <laughs> at the word disagreement he grabs you and lifts you up not six inches but about two feet and starts walking quickly towards you disagreement you took me apart and I will do the same to you okay um, alright I'm going to shoot him can I shoot him with the paralytic let's roll initiative alright 
All right, that's going to be my. Where is that? Is that vigilance? No, that's cool because I mean, I assume we're assuming. Not that it makes a difference. Yeah, no, you were. Uh, yeah, you were sort of right. So. Right, my vigilance is so much better than my cool. How is that possible? Oh, because one is will, one is presence. That's why. All right, so it's cool. Yeah. All right, I'll roll my one sad little green. Wait, well, I'm going to flip a light side to turn that into a yellow. Okay. All right, so roll. That's two advantages. Oh, it's two advantages. <laughs> roll. Do we roll it again? or No, I'll let you go first. All right, so, yeah, I'm going to... God, he's probably a cybernetic. He's probably... Friggin' Will is probably so strong. Yeah, I'm going to shoot him with the, the neurotoxin to try to, like, just paralyze him. Okay. And then, yeah, because I don't want to... Because in my head, I'm like, I don't want to damage him. Because if I could use him, I don't want to shoot him with a blaster and hurt something that I might need later. Because uh-huh. if I took him apart once, I'll, I'll do it again. So, all right, so that's ranged light. Yep. So that's a yellow and a green. And what was his distance from me? Uh, he's uh, getting close to engage, so we'll do uh, easy one. All right. I almost want to flip it again. Flip another one just to make sure I hit him. Please do. I know, then you're going to have two on me. Oh, do you know what? Fortune favors the bold. I'm going to flip it. Why not? That's what the points are for that make the story interesting. Yep. All right, so two yellow and a green. I can't argue a boost because, yeah, there's nothing going on. I'm floating in the air. So, I okay. mean, you could aim. Oh, I could aim, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Okay, so I aim. I'll give myself, yeah, because I'm floating there. Why not? I'm not going to be moving. I'm not going to be moving anywhere soon. So, yeah, I'll take my boost for the aim. And then, yeah. All right, so three successes. And two advantages, which means now you have to roll against the neurotoxin, which is something. Which is a success. Oh, you already rolled it then? I did. Yeah. I was ready for you. <laughs> you were ready for me? All right, so what happens on a success? Nothing, right? I think so. It says fail, stun for three rounds plus one strain per that extra rounds per nothing. Okay, you just shake it off. You got all, all right. the advantages. I'll have him take some strain if you want. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Because it's because does it do so? It doesn't do any damage, right? Because it's right. just like a dart hit hitting yeah, you. Yeah. So, all right. So yeah, there your, you go. your dart hits him in the neck, and he just pulls it out and tosses it aside. That's what I was afraid of. All right. You think it should be so easy? Well, it, it could have been. You never know. <laughs> he closes the distance with you, and you see a small scalpel in his left hand. His cyber. Was that? Yeah, his cybernetic hand. Okay. Yeah, because he's holding me up with the Polish yeah. mason hand. And he sticks you with it. He stabs me with the, the scalpel? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I don't have... I don't have... I'm not a fighting type character. Right. Has anybody died on this show no. before? <laughs> right. So that is uh, three and ignoring two soak. All right. So, so, so just three straight damage? Yeah. yeah. Three wound? All right, so that's a third of my my life force right there. I don't want to kill you. I just want to show you the way. Great. Now he's a cult leader. All right. um, All right. I'm going to try to appeal to this guy, his mind. What is my best bet? All right. uh, Yeah, I'll try to show coercion. I'm going to try to convince him to put me down. Okay. Um, It'll be... I mean, it's going to be really hard because I know he's in a pissed off state, but I don't think shooting him with a blaster is going to do anything. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll try to encourage him. So do you want me to say it first or roll it first? Say it. Sure. All right. 
You're right, Oreo. There is much we can learn from each other, but damaging me, hurting me, is that going to help your goal? Wouldn't you not have me at 100% to help you with your science? Clearly yours is the step ahead of mine. So let us work together. Let us not fight like the regular people. So did you mean that, that you think his uh, science is ahead of yours? I, no, not at all. Not at all. Fife is just trying to say to uh-huh. him something that he'll put him down and, you know, they can work together. Maybe he'll try to tranquilize him later. Anything to keep him from being, because right now, Fife is like, he's going to throw me off the roof. This is about, or he's going to cut me into pieces right now. And I know how that, I know, I don't want to know how that feels. I do that enough to other people. I don't want that to happen to uh-huh. me. So he is definitely yeah, trying to convince him that he's the better scientist. Let's do your work. Mine will go on the Do you want to roll deception since you have a yellow in that? Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, I guess it's more okay. of a lie. And, so, uh, yeah. so yeah, yeah throw a boost in there, and uh, it'll be against two purples and a black for his state of mind. Yeah. All right. Come on, force be with me. Ha <laughs> ha! Success. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he puts you down slowly. And you don't see an expression on his face, but you can sort of feel in that mental connection that you've got him calm down just a little bit. And he puts his little scalpel away. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. It, it is fine. I have been in a similar state of mind. Our passion, our intellect drives us beyond the point of normal sanity. It's completely understandable and forgiven. Forgiven. I hold no ill towards you and I can only hope that us working together can make the smallest of amends for our past. Shall we begin? See, that sounds like he's going to cut me in pieces anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm, God, I'm really tempted to try to OD this guy on what I have in my, like, the darts I have on me. Like, is, I don't know, like, I don't know how mechanically that would work. You can, like, could I, could I grab, like, because I still have one, two, so I have four of the neuroparalytic, and I, and I still have five of the anesthetic. Okay. Is there some mechanical way that I could like jam him with like almost everything? Like take like three and three on each hand and just like jam it into his neck? Yes. Okay. So, well, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to take, you know, a, a grip of strain or whatever I got to do to try to pull this crazy move off. It'll either be, this is, this is interesting. Either I would take melee or stealth. Yeah. I think maybe stealth. Okay, because I'm trying to be sneaky about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I will try to, like, yeah. So he says, like, shall we begin? And I'm like, of course. Science waits for no man. And I'll let him, like, start to step in front of me. Like, he's, I assume he's heading for the fire fire escape like I was walking down. Yeah, he puts you down and turns his back to you and starts heading towards your apartment. Yeah, so once he just turns enough where I know I can reach into my little, like, 
I assume I have them almost like in like on my hips or my pockets yeah. or something and just grab like three of each and I'm just going to try to jab right into like, his neck is still pole spacing right yeah yeah so I'm going to jam it into the fleshy bit of his neck trying to hit his jugular so it goes into his bloodstream as much as okay. possible roll that roll that stealth check for me because yeah, either he's going to die right now or he's going to end up killing me right uh, now it's going to be against a red and a purple all right red purple and then i had it i'm gonna flip the slight side point because i got to so it's two yellow um can i argue that because he bought my coercion that he's not expecting me to do this and get like a blue yeah you actually got an advantage on that uh your deception so yeah sure all right so two yellow a green and a blue all right either he dies or fife dies on this roll all right, because if I hit something, you got to roll against all that craziness. All right, come on, come on. <laughs> oh, just three damages. Come on. Come on, dice roller. Tell all me right. what happens when you do it. You do it. All right. So, all right. So he take like, as he steps in front of him, he just goes to his hips. Doesn't even look at him. Just grabs six, of, as many darts as he can hold in his hand. I assume like uh -huh. three of each. And he, and he goes to stab him in mm -hmm. the neck. But I'm going to say maybe the because I'm, I'm imagining they're like syringes in some sort of way. And that as he stabs him, that maybe Oreo like flinches or moves and he's not able to, to like decompress all the plungers or any of the plungers. I don't know how much you want, you want to let three advantages go, but he tries. He can't get all the plunges all the way down or any of them down. But now he has like the needles in his neck. OK, so it. Because technically there's no success. So. But it happened. You got okay. you got the, the needles in. And let's say since it is Star Wars, which is sort of technological, future-y kind of thing, they're they're automatic. And as soon as it broke the skin, it just injected. Okay. And Oreo turns towards you. And you can't you know he has no expression on his face, but you can see you can you can feel the, the vibrations sort of in your in your in head of uh, betrayal and he, he just he just can't believe it it happened again that, that you would betray him again and he stumbles towards you and sort of lands on top of you and pushes you to the ground under him okay and you you, you feel something weird so, something weird's happening here you can Weird like weird like I'm getting stabbed weird or weird like weird like weird. Uh, something's happening in your in your speech center brain area. Okay, gotcha. I flipped that dark side point so and, and you just sort of yeah. pass into unconscious. Okay. And you wake up. You can tell that some time has passed and Oreo's nowhere to be seen. Oh, I was hoping to experiment on him. All right, so I just wake up. That's like just I sit up, and he shakes his head and like quickly like reaches for his blaster and like spins his head around, assuming that Oreo might still be anywhere. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't see him. He just looks around and this asks like, "Does the psychic shout, Oreo? Are you there? I'm here." Oh, son of a. I'm sorry, I, don't, I don't think you swore. No, that's okay. I'm sorry. Son of a gun dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, son of a gun dark. How are you feeling? Oh, excellent. 
So good. I'm so glad you came around. Came around to what? To my way of thinking. I told you I had conquered death. Oh, so, okay, so, oh, oh. So, you died again? <laughs> I don't die. Interesting. That is advantageous for you. Now, is this... Because now he's going full-on scientist right now. Is Are you being brought back biologically or cybernetically? Hmm. That is an interesting question, and I think that we should research it further. Well, for the betterment of the universe, I'd have to agree with you. Because if it's just cybernetics, you and I both know that is cheating. Now, if you have organically figured out a way to bring yourself back, that I would be interested in seeing. Well, it's certainly not cybernetics. Hmm. But... Well, then. It is still a question. Let's go to your lab. Do I see him? You don't. Okay, I'm going to assume that he's already in my lab or something because, God, this guy being everywhere is very weird. I go, okay. Very well. Do you take the same breakfast? My receptionist can bring us breakfast. Oh, I won't need breakfast anymore. A pity. I remember you loving cinnamon rolls. And you get down to your lab. It looks just the same. Okay. Is that what he said to me? Or I look the same to me as I get down there? That's what he said to you. Okay. So, okay. So I'm in my lab. Do I see him now? You don't. Oh. <sighs> okay. Um, Make a perception check. Sure. Um, perception. Where is that one at? Alphabetical two. All right. Against a what? Easy. One purple. All right. I won't even bother flipping anything for this. Oh, I succeed. You don't see him in the lab, but you feel him in your head. Okay. All right. So, Oreo, I have a question for you. Yes. Are you invading my brain organically, or did you implant something into me? There's nothing inside you except except me, just my consciousness. Oh, that's fun. I told you, we will be together forever now. <laughs> Is that how you cheat death? By moving from body to body? Yes, it is. Did I notice when I saw him, was he the same guy? Like, was he, I mean, because Polis Mason kind of all looked the same. Would I have noticed that he was a different Polis Mason? You did notice that he was bulkier. Okay, so oh, he's hopping through people. Okay, interesting. So now I have a second personality in my head. Isn't that interesting? That What a discovery. That is definitely a way to cheat death in a manner. Now. Oh, it is not cheating, it's conquering. I believe we'll be arguing the semantics of this for quite a while. Oh, quite a while. Okay, so now I don't even know how to, like, I'm trying to figure out, does he have control over me or is he just in my head for the ride? No, I'm just here. Yeah, he's reading my thoughts. Cause, yeah, because now I can hear my inner monologue. That's great. 
So I like how Feisty Little Monologue is just my regular voice. That's fine. <laughs> so, Fight, fights, inner monologue, rolls dice. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's how he makes decisions. He consciously rolls dice. Why yeah. not? He's a gamer at heart. Okay, so... Alright, well, Fight is not one to panic too much about this. With two minds, your work will make leaps and bounds it has never made before. Shall we get to work? Fife just does a heavy sigh. Let us work. Because can't think of a way out of this right now. So, yeah, he opens up, he turns his computer back on, and he just stares back at the screen, knowing now that Oreo's looking at the screen, too. Mm-hmm. And he just, yeah, he starts going over his, I mean, is he is he capable of reading my memories or is he just along for the ride visually? That's a like, do, very do interesting do, question. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to decide like, do I need to explain what I've been doing or does he like just flip through my brain? Like he's looking through my computer's files. I think he would, he, he's, he's been sort of following you for the last little bit. So he kind of knows what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So Fife will just go. So you can see this Anya as rudimentary as her science is I mean she is no polis Mason. she has made breakthroughs I think together you and I will finally be able to save the universe finally it was only a matter of time thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights thanks to Dwayne for playing on these episodes you can find more of Dwayne on the Flight Risk Podcast. Our music is by Mark Eberhardt. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter, or you can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the podcast and want to show your support? You can leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash Nights, or you can visit us on Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash Nights. Make sure to stick around after the preview for Flight Risk for a preview of next week's episode. A long, long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The Flight Risk Podcast is a Star Wars actual play crime drama. Set during the Old Republic era, an eccentric group of mercenaries are thrust into the dark and violent world of organized crime. As agents of an enigmatic count, they traverse the Outer Rim in an attempt to not only survive, but to find their destinies without losing what's left of their souls. Subscribe at flightrisk.simplecast.fm. So, as you're trying to push him up into the ceiling somebody smashes in the, the front window and starts going after the, the lock on the inside of the door I'm actually going to drop Kishi <laughs> <laughs> I am going to fall <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go for my rifle okay your rifle is that is larger than you pretty well, much of course. yeah <laughs> alright so it, your rifle is just like a standard person normal person let's not say normal person let's say 
it, it is a built for somebody humanoid. who yeah, a Jawa. It's built for a, a humanoid between five foot and seven foot. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's much bigger. Yeah. So <laughs> for you, it, it's like a huge sniper rifle. Okay, I see what you did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so but I'm gonna get that and I'm gonna kind of like flatten out on the floor and ignore his cries of pain mm-hmm. and try to maybe see if I can like wait to see what their intentions are. Okay, you're gonna wait. You're not gonna take a shot. I have put complete and total trust in my sibling, so I was reaching up and I'm just gonna fall like fall straight down. Like I'm not gonna have a chance to really recover as a graceful space bunny cat could do. Yeah. They find the lock on the inside, turn it, and a group of three people comes into the dojo. Do we recognize them? You recognize their clothing. You don't recognize their faces. What do we recognize about their clothing? They are all wearing dark. It is a sort of dark robe-like apparel that you've seen before. When have we seen this before? Recently. Oh. When you were their prisoner. Ah, It's them! She says a bad word and then starts fire. (laughs) 